Good morning, and thank you for enjoying it with a six-pack, the Scani six-pack, the only podcasts bringing you the top stories in Wisconsin sports every single day. I'm your host, Kedrick Stumbrus, and you can follow me on Twitter at Kedrick Stumbrus, and follow the podcast at Scani six-pack to get the latest updates in Wisconsin sports. I am recording this just minutes after an 11-inning thriller uh, for the Milwaukee Brewers, a really just exciting game. And you know what's also great? You know, the pitch clock isn't everybody's favorite invention. But for me to be able to stay up and watch this 11-inning game, and it's over by midnight when this game is uh, being played in Seattle, I don't mind it. Uh, the extra innings rules, I am never going to be a fan of uh, with the Ghost Runner on second base. But ultimately... It was a fun game to watch for Milwaukee. Uh, a little bit of concerning injury news, but we'll get to that uh, in a little bit here. But let's start with the news coming into today. It is the Milwaukee Bucks will face the Miami Heat in game two of the first round of the NBA playoffs. And we have some notable injury developments in this game to, to run down. First, logistics for today's game two, of course, being played at Pfizer Forum. This game at 8 p.m. Central televised on Bally Sports Wisconsin and NBA TV. The most notable injury development is from Giannis Antetokounmpo, who of course exited game one with a lower back contusion, looked like he took hard ball on his back, on his butt, uh, and although it's all of his scans were negative, x-ray, MRI, everything came up good, seemed like he was in a bit of pain. And because of that pain, Giannis Antetokounmpo did not participate in practice yesterday, which is not great news. Coach Mike Budenholzer said that the team still felt optimistic about Giannis being able to play in game two, noting that time is on their side, which is the way that uh, Coach Bud put it, kind of referring to the fact that Giannis can continue to go undergo treatment over the next you know, 24-ish hours since that practice wrapped up. And because of the extra rest day built in uh, between game one and two there, Giannis got a little bit lucky. Well, then we got the development with Milwaukee's injury report late on Tuesday night, which said that Giannis Antetokounmpo was doubtful to play for game two. Uh, big development. However, if you go back and listen to my episode the day after game one of the NBA playoffs, I do think that this... Milwaukee Bucks team can win this playoff series with Giannis Antetokounmpo on the bench still perhaps in five or six games and I said six games was the worst case scenario even if Giannis sits the rest of the way in this series I highly recommend going back and listening to that uh listen to me make case why I believe that is the the scenario for Milwaukee uh but obviously you'd like to have Giannis out there uh, my guess is ultimately that this coaching staff believes that they can win the series against the Miami Heat, even with Giannis injured, even with Giannis out of the lineup. And so they're giving him some extra time to rest before entering the game. Uh, other Milwaukee Bucks who are not going to be playing in this game include Wesley Matthews, who has been ruled out for game two after playing 17 minutes in game one. Wesley Matthews is apparently suffering from a calf strain and he strained that same right calf just before the All-Star break this year and sat out nine games after the break as well. 
So I don't know if it's a re-aggravation uh, or he's been nursing that calf, wasn't at 100% before, or if he just so happened to injure the same calf again. But Wesley Matthews was part of the Milwaukee contingent who was defending, uh, of course, Miami's Jimmy Butler, their star player. And Milwaukee needs these big wing type players like Wesley Matthews to show up against guys like Jimmy Butler. And of course, in later rounds against the Philadelphia 76ers or the Boston Celtics. And with Giannis potentially out too, this Bucks roster is going to have its hands full. I would say this is, uh, with Wesley Matthews being out may put a little bit of a monkey wrench into my five or six game prediction, even with Giannis out. Uh, but I think we may see a lot more Drew Holiday spending time defending Jimmy Butler, focusing his energy on the defensive end there. Uh, could be a place that we see more of those minutes go on the defensive end against Jimmy Butler for the Miami Heat. Uh, in their main injury development, Tyler Hero, we talked about, suffered a broken hand in Game 1. He has officially had hand surgery scheduled for his broken shooting hand, and that surgery is scheduled for Friday meaning that Tyler Hero is going to be out at least until a potential Miami Heat trip to the NBA Finals. So there will be no Tyler Hero for the Miami Heat in the remainder of this series. That seems to be official now. Uh, of course, as I've mentioned on previous episodes of this podcast, I am headed to this game tonight, and I will be sitting in Section 210. As always, the offer stands to, if you are at this game, you want to come, say hi. I always appreciate talking to folks who are, you know, friends of the show, friends of the Milwaukee Bucks, friends of the content, uh, come up, say hi. I will give you a high five, buy you a drink, buy you a hot dog, whatever have you. Uh, just love seeing the people out in the stands. And of course, when I bought my tickets, I got my tickets where I get all of my tickets on TickPick. And this isn't an ad. TickPick is just a service I love, and I want you to save money on your next ticket purchase. When you use TickPick, you will never pay service or delivery fees like you will on other ticket-selling apps, and it comes with TickPick's best price guarantee. If you find a better price somewhere else for the same ticket, TickPick will refund you twice the difference in credit toward your next purchase. Plus, if you use my link in the podcast description, you will save $10 on your first order. So go to the Google Play Store, go to the Apple App Store, download the TickPick app, that's T-I-C-K, P-I-C-K. When you do and you buy your tickets there, you will never pay service or delivery fees ever again. And use my link in the podcast description. You will save $10 off on your first order for, say, Milwaukee Bucks playoff tickets or game two tonight. Let's get there. Let's have a good time. Transitioning from the Milwaukee Bucks to the Milwaukee Brewers. The Brewers actually made an addition to their pitching staff today, even before or yesterday, rather, even before we get to the game. And the Brewers claimed a right-handed pitcher off of waivers from the Seattle Mariners. So, uh, J.B. Bukowskis is going to be headed from the Seattle locker room over to the Milwaukee visiting locker room. And he was picked up as Luis Urias was assigned to the injured list for Milwaukee to create a new 40-man roster spot. Uh... J.B. Bukowskis is a former 15th overall pick in 2017 out of college at North Carolina. He's performed fairly well in the Myers, but has been much more shaky at major league level. And Milwaukee is going to have him start in the minor leagues. Uh, he's headed to the AAA Nashville club. 
for the Brewers. In the minor leagues, uh, Bukowskis has 202 innings pitched and is posted a 4.0 ERA, so not too bad uh, for JB. In the majors, much more mixed in limited action, just over 18 innings pitched and 7.85 is his earned run average. This season, uh, JB has pitched in just one inning for Seattle and allowed two hits, two walks, and one earned run and one unearned run. Uh, JB was not up at all in the majors in 2022, but he did get some decent work when he was with Arizona in 2021. Overall, I think the Brewers see this just as an option for some depth with high upside because Bukowskis was such a high draft pick. There's obviously some tools there that I'm sure the Brewers pitching staff, the the folks, the scientists there in the pitching lab see some stuff they think they can maybe tweak out of J.B. Bukowskis here and make him uh, a good piece in the Brewers farm system or maybe eventually on uh, getting a call up to the big club in a relief spot. Uh, frankly, the Brewers just need some more bodies, so they aren't leaving the Nashville Sounds, their AAA affiliate, high and dry because the Brewers have these injuries running through, but their pitching staff with uh, now, of course, the newest being Corbin Burns' pec strain, Brandon Woodruff looking like he's going to st- spend extended time on the injured list, Adrian Hauser injured, making some rehab uh, work right now in Nashville. He actually pitched another three innings tonight. Uh last night, rather, in Nashville and looked pretty good. Uh, so that's hopeful for him. But with guys like Colin Ray getting called up, Jansen Jug getting up and back down, uh, the Brewers need to be able to have some bodies for Nashville to work with. And J.B. Bukowskis is a good option for them there after getting picked up on waivers when he was designated for assignment by Seattle. As for Milwaukee's game with Seattle tonight, the Brewers took game two and end up winning in a long 11-inning tilt. Uh, quite the exciting game that Milwaukee ends up winning 6-5. to five. And we talked yesterday about how good Logan Gilbert, the Seattle starting pitcher, has been uh, looking to start the season. And I almost got made to look kind of silly with that take off the bat because Christian Yelich got the game started with a leadoff home run in the first inning. And Yelly was not done there. He kept it going in the third with an RBI single. They had a big day overall, going three for five at the plate uh, with two RBIs. In the third inning, after Yelly added that RBI single, Willie Adamas also added a two-out double uh, to score Yelly and extend the lead to 3 nothing. Ultimately, Colin Ray, who we just mentioned a little bit, getting the call up from Nashville to Milwaukee because of the injury to Brandon Woodruff, he pitched well, except for in the bottom of the third inning. The bottom of the third inning got away for Colin Ray a little bit. He allowed four runs in the third, and Colin Ray allowed only five hits on the day. Four of them came in the third inning. One of his two walks came in the third inning, and Ray allowed a runner to advance due to being hit by a pitch in the inning. Ultimately, that led to Milwaukee falling down 4-3 in the third. Willie Adamas, who, of course, had that uh, two-out double in the top of the third inning, ended up getting back that run in the in the sixth inning with a home run off of Logan Gilbert to tie the game. Uh, and that was the last score until extra innings. Those two teams, Seattle and Milwaukee, stayed tied at 4-4 uh, after the middle of the sixth inning. 
all the way into the 10th, where the crew in Seattle traded runs, ultimately, to bring that up to 5-5. But it wasn't necessarily the traded runs that were the news coming out of the 10th inning. It was Garrett Mitchell, who was the ghost runner and advanced to third base with some quick base running on a fielder's choice, who appeared to tweak his shoulder um, while diving in to third base there on that fielder's choice. And then in the bottom of the inning, Garrett Mitchell made a throw home from the outfield to try to get Colton Wong, of course, the former Brewer, who was on third base, uh, try to try to throw out Colton Wong at the plate. Garrett Mitchell was trying to throw out Colton Wong at the plate from the outfield, uh, which Wong ended up scoring the tying run in the game. And after Mitchell made that throw, he started grabbing at his shoulder again, and Craig Council ended up sending uh, himself and the trainer out there to pull Garrett Mitchell from the game. Uh, I'm recording this right now at 12.13 a.m. Central Time, so I do not know what the injury status of Garrett Mitchell is. Does not seem to be out there uh, as of right now, but hopefully it is not. Very negative news because Garrett Mitchell has been a really, really solid outfielder for the crew, and his speedy running on the base paths has become quite the asset uh, offensively for Milwaukee. So Milwaukee and Seattle headed to the 11th, tied at 5-5, where Christian Yelich and Willie Adamas end up adding a pair of ground outs to advance Joey Weimer from second to third and then from third home to score to put the crew ahead 6-5, which ultimately ends up being the winning margin as Bryce Wilson ends up getting out of the 11th inning despite loading the bases in the 11th Bryce Wilson gets the spot in both the 10th inning and the 11th inning so kind of blows the save even though he didn't allow you know an earned run only allowed the ghost runner to score and then uh gets the save back again in the 11th after being given a lead in the second extra inning and overall that's the story here the bullpen goes another six innings without allowing an earned run hit Milwaukee's bullpen has a 1.91 ERA on the season. That's the best in baseball. And that best bullpen in baseball is powering Milwaukee in the standings right now as the Brewers improved to 13-5, and maintaining a two-game lead in the NL Central as both the Chicago Cubs and Pirates uh, and Pittsburgh Pirates both win. And the Cincinnati Reds and Cardinals lose again. St. Louis is now six games back in the division. Yes, it is April 19th, but it feels pretty good. Uh, another another note from yesterday's game is that Jesse Winker made his reappearance back in the lineup for Milwaukee for the first time on this West Coast road trip after being out with bronchitis and then an oblique injury from coughing due to the bronchitis. Uh, he ends up going over three, though, but good to see uh Justin Winker make his way back into the lineup here in the penultimate game of this West Coast road trip. And in the final game of this West Coast road trip, Milwaukee Brewers play again today in game three of the series against the Seattle Mariners. It is the final game of this 10-game road trip West, where Eric Lauer is going to take the mound for Milwaukee in an afternoon game. This game being at 310 Central a televised Art Valley Sports Wisconsin, getting that afternoon game in as the Milwaukee Bucks will have the evening TV spot on Valley Sports Wisconsin.
taking the mound for Seattle is Marco Gonzalez. So there's a left-handed pitcher, a left-handed pitcher matchup as Eric Lauer and Marco Gonzalez square off. And Gonzalez is another interesting pitcher for Seattle. Uh, he played his first couple of seasons in St. Louis, actually. So if that name sounds a little bit familiar, that's why uh, Gonzalez in his early 30s now and went to St. Louis originally after being drafted by the Cardinals in the first round uh, out of college at Gonzaga. And he's not a guy who throws a lot of strikeouts or has a super quick fastball, uh, but he limits quality contact from hitters. He's really good at limiting uh, barrel hits from hitters, limiting that strong contact that's going to lead to hits. And he has a fastball and a changeup, which are his two most commonly thrown pitches, that both have a lot of horizontal movement. So watch for the that fastball, watch for that changeup. They're going to move a lot side to side uh, for hitters across the plate and maybe a little bit tricky as uh, Eric Lauer tries to take on this Seattle lineup overall here and try to sweep the Mariners in Game 3 of this series. Milwaukee already has six wins in this 10-game road trip and coming out of it with this road trip against the Arizona Diamondbacks and San Diego Padres and then uh, the Seattle Mariners with 7-10 would be just fantastic before Milwaukee heads home in that three-game series against the Boston Red Sox this weekend. But before we get there, we will have to watch this game uh, this afternoon and then cheer for the Milwaukee Bucks to even up the first round matchup against the Miami Heat tonight. But until then, that is all for today's edition of the Scotty Six Pack. Follow us on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcasts to start every day with everything you need to know in Wisconsin sports. While you're there, leave a nice review. Five stars, kind comments. Tell some folks what you like about the show. It helps grow the show and will allow me to produce even better content for everyone listening. Thanks again. I'm your host, Kedrick Summers on Wisconsin.